on RX Radio and I am Crystal always looking forward to getting to know my guests and hearing a bit more about their stories now my guest today is passionate about climbing mountains let me start there any kind of physical challenge is like bring it on now she works with a Bakresa group as a marketing associate she's a member of the Uganda Marketers Society Ubuntu Leadership Safari and Vermilion Foundation and on her own over the past four years, she's been passionate about putting together a blood drive, which just happened this past weekend. I have Stella Kamakune here with me on the Groove Cafe. Hi, Stella. Hi, Crystal. How are you? Very well and excited for this. <laughs> <laughs> excited to have you. Yes, Tell well. me, when someone says any kind of physical fitness challenge, you're like, bring it on. Oh, yes. When did that start for you? I think it started from way back when I was young. Mm. Because um, I grew up with my grandmother mm-hmm. and uh, we were like 8 to 10. Mm-hmm. And I tell you, like out of 10, six of us were boys and uh-huh. six of them were boys and then the girls were a few. So every time they would bring a game, it was football and then <laughs> exercise, running here and there. So uh-huh. I was... Why not? So okay. I, the, the disease grown. I call it a disease because I've never stopped from then. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes when people find me like this, they'll say, but you're too overweight. How can you do that? So I'm telling you, just tell them, okay. W- what overweight are these people seeing that I'm not uh, seeing? Ah. Mm-hmm. They they usually consider people who are fit as too slim or oh, something like that. Oh, they expect like you that. to be tiny. Eh? Oh, yes, they do. Because uh, mm-hmm. recently... Actually, the last challenge that we had for Sabinho, mm-hmm. even the Rangers themselves were like saying, no, she's not going to finish. She's not Whoa. going to finish. And uh, the other colleagues were, uh, the ones that I was with, they were like, you just don't know that woman. You just don't know that <laughs> And there we are. And uh-huh. so I just look at them and they say, okay, mm-hmm. just bring on the challenge and I'll show you what I've got. All right. Mm-hmm. So this was growing up with your grandmother. Yeah. Where did you grow up? I grew up in Mutungo. I call it a village because mm. it has just now upgraded, but it used to be a village. <laughs> okay. It had so many bushes around. I'm someone who grew up like um, we were doing the hard jobs. It's mm-hmm. not like we grew up in the silver plate like uh, kids of these days. So mm-hmm. We could dig, we could fetch water from the river quite very far. So yeah, it was a village. Okay. Village, yeah. Uh-huh. And yeah. you said you were playing football back then. Mm-hmm. Do you still play even now? Not really. You've moved on yeah. to other things. I just um, took on the passion, mm. uh, the passion of football. I was... Uh, a staunch supporter of Manu until when they bought Maguire and chased me out of the team. <laughs> but that is fine. So I just look it on and like, actually, it used to be my game, but yeah. Well, someone said being a Manu fan is like asking to have your heart broken. I'm telling you, I mm-hmm. just lost my my interest. interest in it. because. What about uh, World Cup? Are you following? A few games as well, mm-hmm. a few games, but now not that much. You know, I tell you, when I was in secondary, mm-hmm. even my matron could attest to that. When 
Money was bitter. I could even cry. Oh no. That is how much I love. That's how invested you were. Yeah, but now mm-hmm. no okay. more hurting. No more hurting. No <laughs> We've more moved hurting. on. Mm-hmm. We're protecting our heart. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> so Stella, where was school for you? Um uh, my nursery to P3. I did it from a, a very small school. It was called Infant's Joy. Okay. Um, it is no longer there, actually, because mm. uh, they closed up and they remained with the church. And then I went to Valley Matungo, and then that is where I did my P7 from. And then I went to Excel, secondary school, and then in my senior one. And then senior two, I moved on to progressive. Mm-hmm. That is where I did from senior two to my senior six. And were you like involved in sports at school? Of course. So my what, goodness. What sports? Even, what did you do? Still running. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I did more of running and netball a few times, but I did more of running. You know, every time mm-hmm. I check into my small envelopes, there, I even have my certificates of oh. best runner, uh-huh. marathon. Up to now, I actually do marathons once in a while, but just for fitness. Just for fitness. Because yeah, I grew up literally doing that. Okay. Mm. So, would you say like your daily routine involves some kind of workout? Of course. So, what right. do you do on a daily basis? So, in the morning, uh, I usually wake up like at four. Then I do some prayer and then do some reading mm-hmm. uh, like you've said i belong to the ubuntu leadership safari we really have those devotions early at exactly five mm-hmm. then by the time you wake up you don't want to even get back to bed then after that and then you listen to some news when it clocks six mm-hmm. i just get out of the house go and run mm-hmm. if the target is today i'm doing nine kilometers it has to be that. And then by the time you finish, you just come back home, shower, and mm-hmm. take a cup of coffee. Then I go to work. Can you imagine your routine being any different from that? Because what you're saying is you're one of those 5 a.m. early birds. Mm? Mm-hmm. Every day, 5 a.m.? Every day. Even weekends? Even weekend. It, it actually has normalized. I don't even need an alarm or clock to wake up. Mm-hmm. I just see myself by 5 Waking up, I just look at the clock. Um, it is already five. I'm mm-hmm. just out. Sometimes four. And I'm like, okay. I don't even remember. What that time l- do you go to bed, though? 8.39. Oh, because I'm trying to understand. <laughs> if I woke up every day at 5 a.m. or 4, what time would I be going to no, bed? I, I, I sleep early. It is just a few times when I stretch up to 10. Mm-hmm. But usually... 9.30, I don't exceed. Mm. But, so yeah. what I'm hearing is routine is also very important. Very important. Okay, all right. Mm. So you run every day. In school, you had your certificates for marathons. I'm you. Did you ever look at being like a professional athlete in any way? No. Me, no? I just do it for fun and <laughs> for myself. No. Okay. Yeah. So what were you into apart from that in school? Hmm. I used to sing, actually. Mm-hmm. The way you're saying it, it's like you've just remembered. Yeah, I used to sing. That is also one of the things that I used to involve myself into. I tell you, uh, when I was in primary six, I remember when I sang this song on uh, our speak day. Mm-hmm. And the guest of honor was like, I'm going to pay for that kid two years of school face she has sung with. so i had that talent actually i have that small talent of uh-huh. mine but i keep it there <laughs> just for just for myself now that we have talked about it mm. i hope you're going to unleash it <laughs> again bring it out again at one time i 
thought of singing in church mm. but then now my kind of work doesn't give me some time i'm i'm mm. a, a watoto church okay mm -hmm. and uh, they have quite a strict routine so when yeah, you require you have to rehearse this time this time mm -hmm. and uh, where i work it is uh, in boyogere and watoto is in town so the timing uh, is a bit tricky a for bit you tricky. so i was like Let me just stay with my talent. Okay. Yes. All right. So uh, after high school yeah. or A levels, as we say, HSC. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. So I went to Makerere. Mm -hmm. Um. So when we were in senior five, senior six, the HM was like at that time. I mm -hmm. probably was like the only university you have to go to. Was Makerere. Makerere. If you don't go to Makerere, <laughs> you're not going to the university. Yee. We've yes. come such a long way, thankfully. I'm telling you. Mm -hmm. I went to Makerere. I was given a Bachelor of Arts in Humanities. Mm -hmm. So I did that. And when I finished, I don't know. I just transitioned. And now I'm doing marketing. Okay. Just like it that. just happened. It just happened. And it was one. it because you got a job in marketing? Uh, no. Um, there was this auntie of mine. Uh, I used to be a very shy girl. Up to now, I am, but just a little bit. <laughs> so uh, I don't believe you, Stella. <laughs> so you are uh, shy. I'm telling you. So my auntie was like, "No, this woman, she has finished university. She needs a job that will test her and remove that shyness out of her." Okay. So now there was like marketing will be a good job for her. Mm -hmm. So I went to Bakresa. Mm -hmm. At what time they were recruiting? I'm. Um, Apart from calling myself Kamakune Stella, mm -hmm. I'm God's favorite daughter. God's favorite daughter. Because mm -hmm. uh -huh. uh, my life literally has been a miracle. Everything that I have, everything that I am, everything that I've gone through, it mm. is by God's grace. So even the getting that job, mm. I didn't have the many qualities. In fact, I didn't do that much of an interview because mm. I just went there and there was lady was like, what is your name? Can you do this thing of marketing? At that time, they were introducing a new brand in the market. Mm -hmm. I was like, yes. Yeah. She was like, okay, tomorrow come and work. So mm -hmm. I'm one of those people who has never been in a very serious interview. So if someone <laughs> asks me, to that, I'm like, oh, what are they now going to ask? So where yeah. do I begin? Where do I even begin? So mm -hmm. yeah, I so I adopted that marketing, and mm -hmm. uh, it is one of the jobs that I never liked because I saw the way marketeers were are mm -hmm. at that time when we were still studying. And so before you got into marketing, you were like, "No, this is this, this is something I can't do." Never, never. <laughs> But uh, I grew up. Uh, literally, I learned on job. Mm -hmm. and And here I am. I can't say I'm not yet there, mm -hmm. but I love it. It has made me grow a lot. It mm -hmm. has introduced me to a different world that I never expected that I would mm -hmm. go into. And it has challenged you. Yeah. and Pushed you out of your comfort zone. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I every time I'm like, yeah, this is the right job for me. <laughs> yeah. How long have you been with Bakresa? Five years now. Five years. Yeah. Okay. So literally, I went there as a baby, so they have just nurtured me mm -hmm. up to now. Okay. Yes. So you've mentioned that you've always enjoyed fitness. Yes. And you do it for fun, you do it for yourself. For health. 
but you only started climbing mountains the other day. <laughs> yeah, I, how, how did you get into it? The mountains? Yes, into hiking and So I was doing my daily routines, the running, the mm. going to the gyms and what. I had a little bit of challenge mm-hmm. just personal. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I think I need something that will make me forget about all this. Mm. So when I scrolled as uh, in my page, uh, Facebook page, there was this company that was advertising a trip. And there was, uh, we are going to hike Muhambura in Kisoro. And so I was like, I think I should try out a mountain and see how it feels. So you saw a Facebook ad? Yeah. Okay, people, Facebook ads work. Okay, social media ads work. <laughs> it does. It mm-hmm. does work. Because if it wasn't Customer for social media, right here. I wouldn't be here after all. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So I was like, okay, I think I need to see what the mountains have got to offer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I called the numbers and she was like, yeah, we are going on this time. And I was like, okay, I think I need space. Maybe something that would get off my mind. Mm. Um, so I told my bosses, uh, shout out to my bosses. They are very good. They always give me time to do my crazy things. I call them crazy because <laughs> they don't understand why I do them. In the but they're just like, okay, they're just like, we'll okay. see you when you come back. Thank you. So I signed up and then this time came. So it was, I think, uh, a month before the trip was I trained. Mm-hmm. Apart from the running, mm-hmm. I had to get two more coaches. That is how serious I was. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so what, strength training? Definitely, because you need your muscles, your legs to be like, I don't even know, like too worked up. Mm-hmm. Like they can endure anything. Okay. So the time came and then I went. And I'm glad I took the trip because it changed like all of me and mm-hmm. my my thoughts even the hunger that I had, the stress that I had, I think it just... What you were dealing with at that time. Yeah, huh? I think it just, it was just left there at the mountain. Because <laughs> when I went there, this mountain, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Kambura, I was going to ask what that experience was like. Tough. You know, I had trained, mm-hmm. but I came back three days. My legs were still paining. <laughs> Even just... You know, what about someone who says, I'm just going to climb the mountain? They don't finish, actually. Mm. They usually stop on there because it is very challenging. Okay. But then the beauty out of it, you you know, apart from, I think climbing a mountain, me, I call it, it is one of those things mm-hmm. that can really teach you how to endure mm-hmm. anything. Right. Even if it is in the normal life. If you just want to know what endurance is, mm-hmm. just go and climb a mountain. Go climb a mountain. You let me know. Okay. Yes. Now, you also have a heart for charity. I was seeing that you were part of Autism Awareness just recently. Yeah. um, Uh uh, Autism Awareness. So now, uh, two years back still, uh, I was on Twitter. I had opened up my Twitter account, uh, like I think five years back, but I wasn't using it that much. Okay. So when COVID came, I was like, okay, I think because we were more of at home and what, mm-hmm. and Twitter was working on a high note. Mm-hmm. So they opened up Twitter spaces and I was like, okay, so now what is this? I am blessed to 
outside uh, mm-hmm. Mr. Robert Kaushenga some places almost every day if I want to. <laughs> okay. So I asked him what is this Twitter spaces that you keep on talking about. So he mm-hmm. told me now you see that green thing that is always there on this you just click on it you will see. <laughs> so yeah. Mm-hmm. So I went on Twitter and then I found this group uh just people around the world mm-hmm. just came together and they were we want to do something mm-hmm. Twitter people that were very passionate about helping people mm-hmm. and they were like guys uh, there is this kind of project autism mm-hmm. actually at first cuz me I just came in before they had already started I think three months back okay uh, and they were like why don't we arrange a few funds and give to the Muslim community because at that time they were fasting mm-hmm. and we buy for them food and wet and water and clothes mm-hmm. so me by the time I came in um I'm not so sure who came up with the idea of autism mm-hmm. but they were like there is this kind of this order how about we make a campaign out of it mm-hmm. So yeah, so that is when I found them. I actually want to thank each and every one at Vermilion Foundation because these guys mm-hmm. they're literally not uh, they don't belong to any organization or company. Mm. It's just a group of people who just are just passionate about charity and mm-hmm. they were like, "Why don't we do this? Why don't we collect money?" So last year the target was like 50 million. We mm-hmm. collect 50 million. Mm-hmm. And then we go and give it to the autistic children. Mm-hmm. I actually didn't know about that disease about as well. About autism about as well. About autism. So I was also learning about it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and the target was reached and you raised 50 million. 50 million mm-hmm. from Peter spaces and then people so we did 10k of autism yes 10k campaign 100 days and people were giving us the 10k those who could go beyond that could give us the money as well and at the end of the day we collected the money so we visited the homes two homes actually mm-hmm. there was one that is called Noah's Ark it is in Entebbe mm-hmm. and then another one is called Donor Center okay it is in Entebbe so mm-hmm. I had each and every one who has time or anything please just go and see out what autism is all about oh well done yeah, that's amazing you. so yeah. you said this you joined vermilion last year yeah yeah so this year is our second year we have also run the same campaign mm-hmm. and we have collected money as mm-hmm. well and mm-hmm. yeah we have visited a number of homes And yeah, we are just going to make a Christmas party. I think next year for those kids. That'll be nice. Yeah. You know these kids, we don't have much, yes. Mm-hmm. But there is someone at least who doesn't have completely. Yes. And when you I remember last month there was a, a home for autistic kids as well we visited in Entebbe. And this girl, they asked her, "What do you want us to bring for you?" She simply just said, "Just get me a Rolex." A Rolex, that's what you wanted. That is all that you wanted. So, yeah. As human beings, by the way, we tend to really focus on our own drama and our own problems. Mm -hmm. And we think it's so big. And then, you know, you need things like this that just remind you that you are blessed and you can still help others. Okay. So, on your own, you've been organizing an annual blood drive. Yes. How did you start doing that? Oh, um... I wouldn't say that I'm a prayer warrior but I pray a lot. Okay. So there was this one morning I was like God um what do you want me to do for the community that I live in? Mhm. 
so I was like, okay, mm, so what do you want me to do for this community? Uh, uh, by that time, oh, bless. Wow, okay. So, so you, you prayed about it? Yes. To um, see what you could do? Huh? Yes. Mm -hmm. And that month, there were a lot of accidents happening. Mm -hmm. A lot of mothers were dying in hospitals. And the major thing they were saying is that they don't have blood in hospitals. There's no blood. They don't have blood in hospitals. I'm like, what is happening? Mm -hmm. I think this is something that I can do myself. Yes. Um, I'm blessed to be surrounded with a community of different people that have uh, different professions. So one of the gentlemen that we work out with uh, used to work in the blood uh, in of blood bank. Blood bank. Yeah, he now shifted. Okay. So in the morning when we went for our workouts, I was like, I, I'm planning to do something. Mm. Can you give me uh, your thoughts on it? Mm -hmm. He was like, okay. It is a good thing. I actually worked there. I actually didn't know. Mm -hmm. So it was like, I actually worked there. Just let me know if you can arrange people in the community. Mm -hmm. We can always come and do this. I was like, okay, I think I can do this. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, that is how it started. So I even communicated to my fellow workout mates and then... The people around, I I went to the LC chairman mm -hmm. and I told them and everyone was open to it. That is why I said I'm God's favorite daughter because <laughs> everyone was open to it. Everyone was welcoming the idea. Yes. And, and I was like, okay, I think I can do this. Um, so I I got a place and then I organized it. It required money mm -hmm. and I was like, okay, if it is for saving one's life, I think I can donate part of my salary, mm -hmm. just one year after all, mm -hmm. and give it back to the community and mm. to save a life somewhere. So yeah, that is how I started. Uh, and in the beginning, uh, it was uh, 28 people came and they donated blood. Then everyone was like, okay, Stella, that is a good thing. So I was like, okay, I think I can do it next year. Mm -hmm. So the next year I did it again. And the next year, and I'm telling you, every time I feel like uh, maybe I should not do it. And then after doing it, just someone saying thank you. Mm -hmm. And even those people at the blood bank, they were like, still, I just don't know how much we needed this blood. Only that just makes me go on and on and on. You are getting me emotional now. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yeah. Most people think that to do a blood drive, you have to have a big group of people. You have to be a company, you know, or an organization. And here you are telling us, even as an individual, you can start somewhere. Definitely. And like you said, we need blood. We need blood every day. every day. It's not like, okay, once a month, you no. know. No. Mm -hmm. It's a tap, you open, you close, and you're and done. And we don't have a machine to make it. After. <laughs> it is coming. It has to come from us. So it is yeah. upon us mm -hmm. to to give. To okay. give. Yes. All right. Yes. So this happened this past weekend. Yeah. So now, mm -hmm. uh, people have always asked me why I climb mountain. Mm -hmm. Even me myself, I didn't know why I climb mountain. So maybe I was saying maybe for health benefits, mm -hmm. maybe for challenging. So now. 
this year I've done quite a lot of mountains. So eh. I did Elgon this year, mm-hmm. and then we did Kilimanjaro this year. So whoa, mm-hmm. in the same year, same year. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That is why I told you the moment you start. <laughs> There's no stopping. It's addictive. There's no stopping. It is addictive. So I did um I have a group of people. We are five of us. Mm-hmm. So we arrange for ourselves. It is not like it is a company or or anything like that. So the guys were like we're doing Kilimanjaro this year mm. because we had been to Renzori last year. So we wanted something higher. <laughs> so we're like why don't we do Kilimanjaro? Yes. So um when we went to Kilimanjaro, one of our colleagues um is in Rotary. Mm. So he went with a he was climbing Kilimanjaro just to create awareness and polio because the Rotary this year was one of their projects mm-hmm. this year. Mm-hmm. And I was like I think now uh, instead of us climbing mountains for fun this is for a good cause because when you stand up there and then the challenges are there I'm telling you it is not an easy <laughs> thing. But if it is I for a good you. cause Uh-huh. It is worth it. It is worth it. It gives you even extra motivation. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. It was worth it. So shout out to Cap Derek for that insight. Mhm. Ah, uh, so that so I was part of the polio uh campaign mm-hmm. and polio for the Rotary. So I was like, okay, since I'm um, going to do a blood donation camp this year, mm. how about I also take it to the mountains? Okay. So I called my people as well. I was like I'm climbing a mountain. Anybody wants to join me? Mm-hmm. They were like, "Okay." So the four people came in and we were good to go and yeah. And you did that as part of the campaign to raise awareness. Yeah, just to create awareness. And the challenges of the mountain are always there, but I tell you this time around, it felt different. Because I knew why I'm climbing, mm. even just having those thoughts. Why am I climbing this mountain? Why am I? Sa- I'm telling you, it never showed up in my mind. Wow! So I was just going there, shouted up to the rooftop. You know the good thing with Sabinia, we are up there. You're in Rwanda, Congo, and you got at the same time. <laughs> so I was like, now, since this is a banger, being in three countries in one thing <laughs> at the same time, how about? Uh-huh. Announcing this, and mm-hmm. then people know. I think now people will no longer ask me why I'm climbing mountains because mm-hmm. now they know why I'm climbing mountains. Okay. Yes. But this is also new. This realization is new to you. Mm-hmm. The more true. you climb mountains, the more you realize good things and new things. Yeah. So wow, that is so powerful. Stella, thank you so much for coming in, for sharing, for trying to make me cry. <laughs> I look at you. Ah. Huh? Wow, it is a and just having that heart, that heart for charity. Thank you so the much. The reminder that we can all do something. Yeah. You know, in one way or another. And this year it was very different because the response that I got, mm-hmm. my goodness, it was way beyond my expectations because me I usually do this thing just for me. You know, mm. sometimes people are not to open to such ideas because they know by the time you go that now they know that she's going to ask for money she's going to do that i think each and everyone mm-hmm. that came and donated blood because usually uh, when you arrange such a project the target is uh, 50 people mm-hmm. that is when those guys can come but this time around 
there were 63 people that came and gave us blood uh, it was so blowing and mm-hmm. i was like i can't wait for what next year has <laughs> and these guys uh, the vermilion foundation we had a meeting before they were like stella we are going to support you mm-hmm. financially in everything i don't know i think these guys so mm-hmm. much because it was the first time someone knew that yeah what you're doing is good let us support you thank you very much oh wow thank you, <sighs> thank wow. you so much for coming in what a way to go with our monday <laughs> <laughs> oh yes but i'm blessed wow. to have you here i am and to hear your story you. thank you so much Thank you too as for well. visiting us at RX Radio, oh. and yeah, we look forward to supporting you. Thank you on your much. next project. Oh yes, I can't wait because <laughs> I know it is going to be even better than okay. it was. Yes. All right. Thank okay. You. Groove Cafe.